2: It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going
0: to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Shit, I gotta start that over. Let me get this going okay. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Monday, August 8th. This is episode 387. My name is Dan Ellis and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts. Mr. Ryan Duffy. That would be this one in a nice flat cap. And Mr. Taylor Grin. This would be that
3: one also wearing a nice flat cap.
0: <gasps> I don't and I don't have a flat cap. Apparently I didn't get the memo. But you're oh, a golfer,
3: shit. Dan. That's like required. You're the only <laughs> one of us who golfs.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and there's yeah, I had I had I had some golfing adventures uh recently, but uh, I'll let you guys go first. Uh, what's new with you, Mr. Grin?
3: I've just been busy. Um, the the like clean version that I can tell as far as my job is concerned is I do a lot of research and then sometimes I present my research findings to an audience within my career field. And this week, This last week, some of my research necessitated me giving like a presentation every day for like a week straight, which kept me from staying on top of my other research that I needed to be doing. And by the end of that, I was just socialed out and like took an extra day off for the weekend and more or less spent the entire weekend locked away in my house, drinking, playing video games and cuddling with the cat. Um Uh, yeah, I guess I also got a guitar, which, um, I can, I can do one chord poorly on so far and I'm just (laughs) trying to build muscle memory and, uh, the calluses. Yeah. It's awful.
0: So have you played guitar in the past or is this a new endeavor?
3: No, I, when I was in college, I got like a secondhand guitar. I tried learning how to play it for like maybe a month and then it got out of tune and I couldn't get it back into tune. And it just started collecting dust in the corner of my dorm for the rest of my time in college.
2: (laughs) Well, I I would, I would say knowing how to tune a guitar is number one step in learning how to play guitar.
3: I mean, you'd be right. But back then, you know, you had to get one of those like tuner devices if you couldn't tune by ear, which I cannot. Yeah. so and like the one that I had was super unreliable. Now they've got cell phone tuners that are like idiot proof. Oh yeah, and I've got a guy who's been playing for forty years who helped me pick out the guitar and has said that if I need help with anything, he will help me out. So nice, yeah, nice. Fun.
0: Oh, good. Well, that's fantastic. I yeah. don't play any instruments aside from like the kazoo and. Uh, maybe some spoons slapping them together <laughs> when I'm cooking or being weird. I don't know. That's that's it. That's, I'm not I, – I like music. I'm just not mm-hmm. creatively inclined or, or – I don't know. Neither am I. Do-
3: like, okay. like I wanted to be into music stuff when I was younger, but my folks were like, no, you must get good STEM grades. And so uh, that never happened. Um, it, like one of my bigger regrets, my high school was – did pretty well for itself in the tax department. So I was able to take a biotech class while I was still in high school doing like PCR tests and like DNA shit, like really cool shit. But it was the same class period as a music theory course. And like one of the few regrets I have about high school is I didn't take music theory instead of biotech because I would be using music theory a lot more than than I have ever used biotech. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. This is mostly for me answering a question, which is: Do I want to play an instrument, or do I like the idea of being the kind of person who plays an instrument? You know, which is very much how a lot of people are like: Are you a writer, or do you like the idea of being a person who
0: wrote a book? You know. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. So. Yeah, I. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> oh, wow. fun. Um, Fun, fun. Well, I'm glad that you got some some time off to decompress, and yeah. we'll be back to work tomorrow. Yay,
3: yay! <laughs> At least it's only a four day week now, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah, the silver linings and and whatnot. Oh, uh, what's new with you, Mister Duffy? Not a ton. I'm getting a new door put in right now. Like,
2: Ooh. right, right now, and right uh, now. Like right now they're working upstairs.
0: Oh. What what kind of door?
2: And where? Uh the patio door that goes out into the backyard, so my door will no longer act like a sieve and letting oh. the heat air out.
0: Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I it. I saw your old door before it Oh yeah. Before it was replaced, and it was you you definitely needed a new door.
2: Oh yeah. It needed a new door before we moved in. But it yeah. was the order of like, let's do this first and then do this. And it was kind of like, we we're going to do the yard and let the door go for another year. But it's like, nah, we don't have to water it this year. So uh, let's just get the door done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm excited for you. Are you excited for the new door? Is it is it a cool am. thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to work. I'll, I'll be able to open it without fighting it. <laughs> that will be good. It's always yeah. good have to fight the door that you're trying to exit from i feel like every
3: sliding door i've ever encountered in a house more than 10 years old the person who owns the house will be like all right so what you need to do is like there's always a (laughs) so how this works is like yeah (laughs) Yeah. every sliding door i've encountered on like a slightly old house like the first time there's a strong rain or something like that like now the door roll roll 1d 20 you know and and determine on the table what quirk your sliding door has
2: yeah so so this one is like it's made out of composite materials so it isn't susceptible to like heat and cold and rain and water to flex and move or anything like that so once Mm -hmm, it's in mm -hmm.
3: it's definitely better than the recurve door yes yeah (laughs) that's what mine was doing (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) you're absolutely right like as far as sliding glass doors go like it's always okay now you got to grab the handle and then you also have to grab the back edge of the frame and just like lift it up a little bit and kind of shimmy it and then give it a good shove and it'll go fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) mine was definitely Mm -hmm. grab the handle and kind of push the bottom
2: first and then it all goes because Uh the middle is so
0: warped it 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 shimmies yeah well and it like, it seemed like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but if memory serves, your old door was bad enough. Like, when you grabbed the handle, the whole frame shifted around oh, yeah. the yes. door itself. Yeah. Yes. The whole frame was like, it was only held together because it was in two rails. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you to get a new one. That's awesome. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be a nice upgrade when it's all complete and and my uh, face is is all healed up pretty much
2: for everyone that nice. wants. You
0: know. Is back it still to,
2: numb? Are you still uh, numb? A little bit like in the very bottom of my chin. It still uh-huh. feels like I can't. But that's right where like the heavy scarring is. So I imagine yeah. that what's once that all internally gets better, I'll get all my feeling back.
0: Yeah. Well that's good. I'm glad and you got your stitches on. it didn't you only had your stitches in for wasn't even a week, that's was it? Days.
2: Yeah. Six days is all I needed them in for.
0: That's nuts. I know well, awesome. very short. Yeah. yeah. Seemed and super short.
2: Yeah. That's what I thought. I'm not used to stitches. I'm like, I'll do what you tell me to do. hmm mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's cool. Anything else? Nah no, oh, Dan, it a-
3: sounds like you've got some super exciting golf stuff.
0: Oh, oh yeah. No, not super exciting golf stuff. <laughs> oh. Oh my. No. I just so my knee's been a real bastard lately uh it's fair it, yeah it, it's just been real i mean that sucks I, but yeah 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 it's been a dick so and i've complained about you know going to the doctor and our medical system our healthcare system insurance all of that kind of bullshit and so you know when i when it first started hurting again i mean it's been an issue since i had two prior knee surgeries like my last knee surgery was more than 20 years ago and I had my ACL repaired so I have a couple screws in my leg uh for the new ACL that was constructed and everything and uh, you know for for the longest time like every change of seasons uh my knee would just ache for a while I figured that was just going to be my oh, life wow. forever and when it started doing that this year, it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And I, so, and, and it got to the point where like it was swollen. I could hardly walk. I went and played a golf round. It's been three weeks ago now or four weeks almost. And uh, at the, you know, uh, about halfway through the round, the guy that I play golf with all the time was just like, uh you know we can just go now if you want like (laughs) neither one of us are playing very well and i could hardly fucking walk like Mm -hmm. i was going really slow every swing hurt like hell and i was just like no that's okay i'll just uh, you know i gotta i'll just play through the pain it'll be fine yeah and it it wasn't fine like i got home and could barely get into the house and then Mm -hmm. the next day well so that night i had to break out crutches to move around the house um The next day I woke up and my knee was super swollen. Like it looked like I had just injured myself somehow. Like it, it was swollen and hurt like hell. And, you know, so I was still on crutches, called the doctor, tried to get in with the doctor. And of course that wasn't a possibility, but I was able to see somebody else in the clinic that day because they had a cancellation. Uh, So I went in, spoke to them. They did some initial stuff sent me down for x-rays and told me to, you know, just continue taking Tylenol and ICID and rest and all that kind of shit. And they would get me in to see somebody else. So they referred me out to somebody else. Uh, I finally got in to see the orthopedic doctor last week. And all that person did was come in and say, who did these x-rays? These are terrible. He didn't say they're terrible, but he said, who did these x-rays? And I said, oh, well, it was here at at the other clinic, you know, within your healthcare system, within your, it, this is, it's so fucking frustrating to try to explain any of this, right? Because the, the healthcare mm-hmm. system here is so fucking broken. So within the American healthcare system, you have separate individual little companies that run their own little healthcare systems for people who buy insurance to use those healthcare systems. I just happen to uh prefer the University of Utah's healthcare system or ecosystem because it's more technologically advanced. It's easier to navigate with their apps and everything. Anyway, I went to go see this guy. He took a look at the X-rays. He's like, these are he didn't say they're terrible, but that was clearly the implication, uh, because he looked at them and said who took them and then said well I need an MRI and he pulled and pushed on my knee in different directions uh said that it's swollen there were a couple students there with him and he was explaining what he's doing to them asked me some questions uh you know I told him I'd had a couple prior surgeries he asked what doctor had done my ACL replacement I said shit man I don't know it was like it was more than 20 years ago and it was at a time in my life when I was too young and stupid to really give a shit about who was doing what. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know who the doctor was. He said, was it done here? And I said, well, it was not like in this building. It was done in, in Utah. State.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yes. And he's like, he's like, you don't remember who it was. I said, no. Okay. Big deal. So he set me up, you know, he did all of that, pushed and pulled on my knee uh that hurt a lot it actually it hurt enough that like he did all of that we had our little conversation he left and i turned to tracy and i'm like that hurt a lot like it's this weird thing where it hurt enough that i broke out into an entire like flop sweat like i was just i was just i just started sweating like all over my body uh, because of the pain, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen very often. I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but Uh-oh. him like pushing and pulling on the lower part of my leg to see if there was what did he call it like gross, gross movement or gross something about like, sloppiness in in the way like like my knee isn't it working in a way it shouldn't. Yeah, and he said there's no there's no gross movement or whatever. So he wanted to get an MRI. So now I have an MRI scheduled for Friday and then another follow-up appointment with him on Monday to figure out what we're going to do for my knee that now feels like I I can walk around just fine. I walk with a limp, but it's feeling better today than it has for the past month. And so mm. it's one of those things where people complain you know, a lot of conservative people complain, well, we don't need a single payer system. It's just going to, you know, that's going to turn us into a socialized health care. And it's going to be like other countries where it takes you forever to see the fucking doctor. And it's so expensive. And it's like, no, none of that is accurate <laughs> because the costs to you as an individual would be much reduced from what you pay on top of what your employer. Mm-hmm. pays, And. If you think that we don't have delays in seeing a fucking provider here, then you have got your head so far up somebody's ass that I don't even know whose whose ass it is at this point. It's just frustrating. I mean, it's been more than a month now of pain, and now it's now it's to the point where it's feeling okay-ish, and but I don't know what that means as far as going to the fucking doctor this Friday and then a follow-up with him a week from today to figure out what what they're going to do, what the course of action is. It's just, and and it's been like this for 20 fucking years. Like every year I go through this, this, this year, it has just been the worst. So I don't know. I'm just frustrated and beyond tired of how fucking stupid. You'll have surgery. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want a surgery. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it sounds like you might need it. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I I'm hoping not. Because well, and then the doctor that I saw before the orthopedic guy was telling me, you know, okay, well, it's been twenty years since your surgery before, so it may be that you know it's starting to break down. They typically usually only last fifteen to twenty years. You're beyond the twenty year mark, and but at this point, if we were to do a total knee replacement again, they're only good for fifteen to twenty years. So we would want to try to put that off as as long as we can because if you get it done now when you're not quite 50 then when you're not quite 70 it's going to be worn out and will need to be done again and you're not going to want to do that when you're not quite 70 it just fucking sucks i just take it off and get a robot leg yeah (laughs) i told tracy uh, no shit like i told tracy uh, a week or more ago that you know between i have a torn hamstring in my right leg like i i tore my hamstring gosh probably 15 almost 20 years ago and mm. So my, my hamstring is torn. Uh, I've got Achilles tendinitis. I've got a bum knee. I had a, you know, knee surgery to fix my ACL. Now it's fucked up again. It's like between all of that going on with my right leg, it's, you know, almost worthless at this point. I might as well just get it cut off and get a, a nice blade or something put on there. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just, just don't keep a gun by the nightstand. Yeah. Why?
2: Oh, well, the 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 guy the the runner with the two blades on his leg that shot oh, yeah.
3: Oscar Pistorius.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a bathroom, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, she's using the bathroom, and he pumped Browns through the door and killed her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just frustrating. I'm tired of being in pain, and I'm tired of our medical system here. I'm tired of insurance companies. I'm just tired of all of it. It's just a bunch of bullshit. That I shouldn't have to deal with. Anyway, I played in a in a golf tournament uh, over this last weekend on Friday. It was a two day tournament on Friday and Saturday, and I played terribly both days just because my knee hurt so bad. Uh, Uh. So it's yeah, it just sucks. And now, like, and it's a day to day thing. Tracy keeps asking me if I'm going to go golfing tomorrow for my usual Tuesday golf outing. And I missed out, for, like I, I didn't go for two weeks, just hoping that it would be okay enough to play in this tournament that happened over the weekend. And it was okay enough that I could go. I just couldn't play very well at all. And then because of course I hadn't played for two weeks, I was also rusty. So that compounded everything and uh, not this weekend, but next weekend is the club championship that I'm hoping to play in. But again, I don't know if my knee is going to be, you know, a hindrance there. So it's yeah. just frustrating. And you can't
3: Put it in like a brace or anything. Can you,
0: well, I use when it gets, when it gets, you know, bad enough or well, <laughs> most of the time these days I'm wearing just like a compression sleeve kind of brace on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps a bit, but not a well, ton. Golf has a lot of twisting motions too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. And the from the x-rays they told me that i have osteoarthritis or tricompartmental osteoarthritis so all three areas of my knee have uh, arthritis and it's not and and i do have some of my meniscus left it's not bone on bone yet but it's close and uh. it just sucks getting old fucking sucks i played so on friday i played with rod zundell for people in utah you have probably heard the name Rod Zundell if you listen to or have watched any sports in the state at all ever in your life. Uh he's a he's a he's a uh sports caster guy who did a bunch of sports casting for KSL for years and years. Played with him on Friday, decent guy. Um and I you know, I was lamenting my knee problems talking to him and and he's like, Well, you know, yeah, getting old sucks, but it's better than the alternative and I'm just like, but is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it really better than the alternative? Like just living out your days in pain and misery is so much better? I I don't know that that's that's the case. And he's like, "Well, yeah, I guess you got a point there." But sorry, I didn't mean to gripe forever. It's just I'm just so frustrated with the whole thing. It just sucks. I I didn't I did not attend my 30-year high school reunion over the weekend. And I'm very glad that I did not, especially after the shooting happened. (laughs) No, no, but seeing some of the photos of people that I knew 30 years ago, uh, doesn't seem like they've changed much at all. And I wasn't big fans of them back then. So uh, yeah, it was, it's, they're all very LDS and all of the events were, Mega related. Very, not really MAGA related, but just like typical Utah bullshit that I didn't want to have to deal with. So I'm glad I didn't go. And a lot of the people like there was only in looking through all of the pictures that have been posted to our class Facebook page, uh there were only maybe one or two people that attended any of the things that i would have been interested in seeing and i can see them anyway all of the people that i still associate with from high school (laughs) didn't go to the reunion because Uh, we all feel the same way about it yeah yeah uh but we have a ton of things that have happened in the news we've got some listener feedback that we want to get to um and we will do both of those things when we get back from this little break
3: Hi, this is Michelle Short.
0: And this is Stu DeHaan.
3: And we're the co-chapter heads of the Satanic Temple in Arizona.
0: You're listening to The Godless Revolution.
3: For cool Satan swag, please visit the website, shopsatan.com.
2: Do miracles happen after prayers? Yes, they do. They happen exactly as often as miracles would happen if nobody prayed at all. Like God answers prayers precisely as often as those prayers would be answered if there was no God.
4: Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible.
2: So uh, I I posted a question out to our Facebook uh, recently. Mm -hmm. But uh, just on a side note, everyone, if you don't remember, Dan honestly thought that uh, men had one less rib than women. (laughs)
1: i did he held
0: on to that religious belief for a long time this is true i yeah i grew up well it was one of those things where my grandparents like uh, a trusted respected elder figure in my life told me that men have one fewer rib than women and that is why, you know, it, it fits with the biblical narrative. Like, yeah, and, and, so, and so, you know, me being a trusting person, I guess, at the time, I don't know that I'm, <laughs> that I'm quite as trusting these days, but Big mistake by you, I figured, oh, well, certainly, you know, my grandparents have said that, oh, it's true that men have one fewer rib than women. And in the Bible, it says that, uh, you know, Eve was crafted from. Adam's rib, and so that makes sense. And surely they wouldn't put something in the Bible that is so easily disproven and stupid, right? So I figure, okay, well, even as a non believer, I held on to that belief for a long fucking time as a non believer because I just never thought to actually check because I thought for sure they wouldn't put something in there that is so easily disproven and obviously false. But I was wrong. They did. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't until I was... Shit, I think I was 24, 25 before I asked somebody or checked somewhere and found out that, oh, no, indeed, that's fucking stupid and wrong, and I was dumb for (laughs) forever believing it and for believing it that long, especially when I hadn't been a believer for years and years, but it's just one of those things that stuck in my head because of religion. I mean... Luckily, I didn't have that. The only thing I got to say
2: that I did as a kid wonder about was the Adam and Eve story mm-hmm. until I learned what incest was, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> that can't be true." Uh huh. So that went right out the window. I am thinking, "Oh, there's never just two people. Like that doesn't uh-huh. fucking work." <laughs> what are you doing, stepdad? We all disfigured and shit. <laughs> so I got rid I of that. A whole X Files episode about that. <laughs> I was a big X Files. I still am a big X Files fan. I do love Mully and Sculder. Oh, and Mully.
0: Mully and Skulder? What?
2: Yeah, I fucked that up
0: bad. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were. My mom is uh, is prone to spoonerisms all the time, and so I didn't know if you had just if that was a mistake or that was a
2: straight up mistake. Yeah. I realized it as soon as I'm like, wait, I just got those fucking ass backwards. Like I just combined both <laughs> their names like cross, Like that's
0: not right uh-huh
2: so, yeah. yeah Tracy. Yeah yeah.
0: The, yeah yeah. tracy was such a big fan of the x-files that her cat was named uh scully yeah yeah but yeah that's one of the things that i believed what did you guys hang on to forever or was there yeah. anything i didn't really have stuff to hang on to because i never really actually believed yeah
2: besides as a but, kid i thought maybe the adam and eve thing was like true like oh the world started with two people then I yeah. learned about incest. And I'm like, well, obviously it couldn't have started with two people because incest is a thing and it makes genetically bad pools.
0: Uh, uh-huh. very shallow.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got rid of that right away. I mean, I could give the, um, the really hair raising one and be like, well, yeah, up until I, I started reading like David Fitzgerald stuff, I still believe that Jesus was a person that actually existed. Um, but that's a whole episode unto itself that we need to do sometime. Um, <laughs> the evidence against Jesus ever actually being a human being uh, a human being who existed yeah
1: mm-hmm.
3: um no i was in one of those positions where like once once the fundamental claims about the bible were disproven to me is like all of it went at once you know it was like oh okay if this is if this is built on a shoddy foundation i can just demolish the whole structure
2: mm-hmm. mm mm we, yeah. We had, well, I was gonna say, like one of the big fundamentals of like the more predominant religion here as being Mormons is the fact that you get to spend the rest of your life with your family.
1: <laughs>
2: that's Which, such a fucking turnoff for me. <laughs> yeah, and that's I'm like depending on your family, that might be a win not to get to spend time with them.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna but have to spend eternity with Uncle Touchy.
2: No, thank you. Yeah. But people still fear what will happen to them when they die. Mm -hmm. Like listener Sarah Mars speaks. Yeah. Uh, Her thing was
0: just belief in the afterlife because death is scary. It is. uh, Well, I don't know. I think, I think it can be for a lot of people. I don't know that I'm necessarily so afraid of death. Like I know people have not all people, but a lot of people have a problem with the concept of, not existing anymore and but we didn't exist before yeah yeah well i know that there's a there's a there's a quote that is often attributed to mark twain and i've seen things later that says that it it isn't actually a quote from twain but it's something along the lines of you know you shouldn't you shouldn't really be afraid of death it'll be just like before you were born like you weren't afraid before you were born it'll it'll be the same thing like there's There's literally, you won't be afraid because you won't be around to be afraid. But there's, but there's the whole fear of the unknown. And, you know, what if you're wrong? Maybe that, that a lot of people still cling to. Right. right. I don't really feel that
3: uh, Dawkins in his Christmas speech says something similar. You know, he's like, Hey, you know, there's billions of potential human beings who never were. And we lucked out to get like, to be born at all. And so, you know, how dare we tremble at our inevitable demise? Like we got to be here in the first place
4: was
2: mm-hmm. the way
3: he puts it. I, I did see an
2: interesting story and this has only happened once in history so far uh, just because of the way the test was done, but a guy passed away while he was in a basically getting his brain scanned. Hmm. So they let it continue. Like he's dead. Like he died let's see what happens. What does the brain do at? Cause they're like, well, we don't get a chance to do this. And the guy just died, but his brain is still doing stuff. Like he's clinically dead, uh-huh. not breathing. Uh, and they're looking at the amount of the brain that was still functioning upon death. And they're like, maybe the, the whole thing of like, when you die, your all the endorphins and everything in your blood just floods into your brain. And you basically might get to relive your whole life over again. Like it's for us viewing it, it might only be ten seconds,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but to that person, it might be you no know, fifty years, sixty years of worth of stuff going on in that last second of death. Like someone, like time stops. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of think that's interesting. Like you're not going to heaven, but your brain is just flooding all these endorphins into it while. Your heart has stopped. Everything else has stopped. But for some reason, like the memory centers of your brain are still ticking.
3: I can't I can't help but think it's probably much shittier than that, though. Like that immediately brings to mind the um, lobotomized mother in season two of Stranger Things, who's just repeating like the last, you know, few days of her life over and over again.
2: And you could relive shitty memories. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's what people, but the, the only reason why they've only had the one person that, that has happened to is because he was hooked up to that at the moment of death. And it wasn't like they knew he was going to die. It's like, Oh shit, he died. Let's just keep the scan going. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to replicate that study because it's, mm-hmm. you know, just keeps it like they might die in a week. So let's keep them in this brain scanner. <laughs>
0: Uh, so another listener commented on on the question that you had posted, Ryan. Uh, listener Kevin Licht said, uh, so the, the post that you put out there, I, I edited it after you put it up initially uh, to fix a couple different things, but it says, we're diving back into atheism and have a question for our listeners. Did you have a hard time letting go of certain beliefs or rituals during or after your journey out of religion? We'll be using your answers in future episodes. And listener Kevin Licht said, I have a hard time with sayings. Only God knows when some when someone asks something that can't be known or thank God, stuff like that. I also say, God fucking damn it, fucking sweet baby Jesus, so I guess I'm breaking some other bad habits. <laughs> well, and, and for me, it's like, I, I blaspheme all the time. Like I say, God damn it, Jesus fucking Christ, or just Jesus Christ or God damn. Or, or if I can't think of the name of something, I'll say who to whomever I'm speaking with, it's, Oh, I'm trying to think of this thing. Uh, it's, you know, you know, the goddamn that you put on your head that does the thing like protects you when you fall like the it's, it's made of plastic. Usually it's got a, it's got a visor on it. Uh, What's what's the name of that goddamn? Hmm. And that's that's my i feel one, a lot of things.
3: There's one I picked up in the Middle East that's fantastic. It's uh Inshallah, which means um if God wills it, it's a uh it's an Arabic phrase. Um and I love it because anytime anyone from the Middle East says Inshallah that they're gonna do something, that means it will probably not get done. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's like, cause the, the idea behind it, it could be like, oh yeah. You know, like it might rain tomorrow in Shahala, but more often than not, it's like, Hey, like, I really need you to show up like half an hour early to work. And they will be like, oh yeah. in Shahala, you know, like if God wills it, which is basically saying like, yeah, I wake no, up <laughs> <laughs> probably not going to happen, but it's no. possible that, you know, I could maybe, but I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <sighs>
2: Like God's just a scapegoat to not have to
3: work. Like, well, God didn't. Precisely. Yeah. And, and in my line of work, there's a lot of people who have worked with people from that part of the world. So like, sometimes you'll get just, you know, oh, Hey, you know, we need to, we need to put together a staff meeting to try and figure out this thing a month from now. I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll send out an email in Shahala, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's funny too. Like when people get so upset, Uh long time listeners may remember hearing several stories of a guy I worked with that I nicknamed damp, uh, which was an acronym for dumbass motherfucker, because that's what this guy was. He's conservative boomer born and raised in Utah, uh, has lived an entire life of mediocrity and, and, uh, is just kind of a terrible person, but he in one of our meetings said, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really care if people say like fuck. Like, there's there's a thing that people in Utah do, and, and they probably do it elsewhere. Where if they're going to curse, they think if they whisper, somehow God's not going to hear them, <laughs> or or something like I don't know. Like it's just really fucking weird to me. Like they'll they'll whisper swear words like, oh man, and I was just so fucking mad about the thing that happened
2: or, or changing it
0: the word like Frick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Or, or they'll, they'll change to it to say. Frick or Fudge or Fetch or whatever. Yeah. When yeah. they mean the same fucking thing, it just is, it sounds different. It's a different sound that you make, but you mean the same thing, which is mm-hmm. uh, it's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, he would get, he's like, yeah, I don't really mind cuss words very much, but I get really, really upset when people say, when, when they use GD and I'm like, god damn it and he's like yeah <laughs> that's really bad It makes me just it makes me oh boy i just get all head up that that just makes me really mad and i i just kind of looked at him and i'm like okay whatever and, and then i walked away and i'm thinking to myself well and he said something about oh yeah because well, you know you shouldn't take the lord's name in vain and i walked away and i'm thinking well god it really isn't his name it's a title yeah. <laughs> right like 007 like like you're not taking when you say "God damn it." You're not taking your God's name in vain. You're uh-huh. you're taking His title in vain, if anything.
3: Yeah.
0: Like Queen, damn it. Ah, yeah. uh, Tetragrammaton, <laughs> damn it. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> you're not saying Yahweh, damn it, or anything like that. It's, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. Mm. Uh, so, uh, listener Ollie Olson wrote in and said, or commented on the post and said, "Never was religious, thankfully." I do remember being about 10 or 11 and shooting hoops by myself. I dared God to let me sink like three in a row and I'd believe in him. I wasn't a very good basketballer.
2: That's
0: kind of like selling your soul to the devil, but in the opposite direction, I suppose. Uh, listener Patrick Tribby commented and said, I never truly believed in the biblical God, but all my friends and family did. So I thought there was something wrong with me for not getting it. I ended up for years thinking, if there is a God, he's going to send me to hell for not believing. That's just Which sad, right? Scary part of religion, especially when it's your community says, oh, there's something
2: wrong with you. It's like, just because I don't believe in one thing you believe in?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's Utah. Yeah, well, I, yeah I mean, there there's a lot of people who would say that a lot of religious teaching is child abuse. And I would have a hard time arguing against, against that, especially when you talk about things like uh, belief in, in a hell and that there's a God who's always watching you. And that if you are not living up to his standards, that he'll send you to be an eternally tortured in a lake of fire. That's just, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's really fucking frightening. There's in the uh, Mormon play from uh, Matt Stone and Trey is it trace Trey Parker or Matt Trey Stone. Yeah. 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 They do the Mormon Broadway musical mm-hmm. and there's, there's a song in there and a, and a, a scene about spooky Mormon hell. And when Tracy and I went and, and saw the play, it brought back it flooded back all of these memories of, oh, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I was terrified of like Mormons don't believe in an actual hell, it's more like outer darkness, but you definitely, as a kid, I remember having this this feeling of fear of this spooky Mormon hell, and it was always just kind of this vague, nebulous thing, but I knew I didn't want it to happen to me, and then Luckily, uh,
2: oh, go ahead, I see, I never had a belief in hell, yeah.
0: That would be nice.
3: Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky. There's um there's this comic artist his name is Adam Ellis. Um and he just put out this strip uh about a woman who goes to heaven and she's like, "Oh, I can't wait to be reunited with my family." And he just starts listing off all of her family members who are in hell just like she believed they would be. She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, so I'm I'm here all alone then." <laughs> He's like, "Yep." <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll, I'll also, like that
0: to the Facebook page. <laughs> Patrick also sent me a message on Facebook. And for those who don't know, like I don't check Facebook messages very often um, because I'm so busy with a bunch of other stuff and I get a bunch of Facebook messages. Uh, so if I don't respond to you immediately, please understand it's not a personal slight or, and I don't have anything against you. I just, I don't use Facebook messaging very often. Uh, but Patrick sent a message. uh looks like a week ago. Yeah, we could go today. Uh, and he said that he's listening to episode three eighty five and our fear of Noah's Ark story is exactly the same, except and this is and this is him, he says, except my church day camp teacher locked me in a closet for the rest of the day for quote disturbing the class, which oh,
1: is is also child abuse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. More more child abuse at the hands of a religious believer. Awesome. Great. Fun times. Ah, man. I just, I don't, I don't like the religion stuffs, man. It's just, it brings me down, makes me very unhappy and a little bit angry. Uh, we've, we've got other things that we're going to talk about on the other side of this little break.
3: Hey guys, this is Brandy Hamrick. I'm from Charleston, West
0: Virginia. Contrary to popular belief, we don't all fuck our cousins and we didn't all vote for Trump. And you're listening to the Godless Revolution.
2: So I changed my theology a thousand times. I mean, by the time I, the the last God I believed in, Seth, was the greatest God in the world. He was so wonderful. (laughs) He agreed with everything I cared about. He was so nice. He wasn't sending anybody to hell. He wasn't responsible for any evil thing. The problem is, is that, like, I was in love with that God until I realized, of course, like, if God and you agree that much, it's maybe because you invented him.
4: If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you!
3: So, bringing us back, um, I want to steal something from a now-defunct podcast that uh, won't be around to care. i uh, going to do a props and shit list for this week. <laughs> um, first on the shit list would be, uh, Marjorie Taylor green, uh, who recently, uh, uh July 23rd, she gave an interview with uh, TPUSA. TP USA. Please see our previous episode on them. Um, Point USA,
0: fantastic. Oh, turning point USA, turning point USA. Yep.
3: Sorry. No. Um, uh, and she said, uh, quote, we need to be the party of Christian nationalism and i'm a christian and i say it proudly we should be christian nationalists when republicans learn to represent most of the people that vote for them then we will be the party that continues to grow without having to chase down certain identities or chase down certain segments of people
0: what does she what does she mean we won't have to chase them down what i don't understand what she's trying to say there
3: uh, so like think think about the fact that like the log cabin republicans just disbanded for example, which are Republicans who are gay who are trying to um, like change the party from within and make
0: it more accepting and tolerant of gay men. Um, Wait, did, I I'm I somehow missed it. The, the, the log cabin Republicans have disbanded. Uh, that's my
3: understanding, or at a minimum, they've said like we're done trying. Um, yeah, I've read something recently about that.
0: We've we've spent the last fifty years trying, and we've finally decided. Oh, well, our our original founding members are all fucking dead and nothing has come from it except our party has gotten more extreme and ridiculous, so maybe we should stop trying now.
3: Yeah, I mean, that would be as ridiculous as trying to go in to advocate for atheism within the Republican Party. Like, it's just, it makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, that's that's one person who's on the shit list. Um, I would also say that, like, anyone who attended CPAC... Um, CPAC gave, gave a standing ovation to Victor Orban. Um, Gross. we've done an episode on him and his work in Hungary recently. Um, Victor Orban, a couple weeks back was giving a speech. or interviewing with a journalist, um, back in Europe. And he, um, without getting into a direct quote, he basically said that like Hungary shouldn't be in the business of intermixing their genetics with other non-European races. And he said that that's what's wrong with the rest of Europe. Um, Oof. Hitler so bad, yeah, right. It was it was so bad that one of his own like party secretaries quit and said something along the lines of, "Um, "This is just Nazi stuff, and I can't be associated with it."
0: And that was somebody that had been with him for a couple decades, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, yeah, and. and then Victor Orban came and, and spoke at CPAC in America. Note that CPAC went to Hungary and did like a Hungarian event, you know, a few months back that we covered. So he Definitely. came and spoke at CPAC America and got standing ovations after those racial intermixing comments were made.
0: Hey. <laughs> yeah, the, yep. the part that I think we, we, we can't stress enough is that the CPAC appearance happened after, after his wildly racist remarks. Mm-hmm. And he got a standing um, ovation at CPAC. And it's
3: it's also important to know that uh, CPAC itself posted a banner over one of their stages. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure that they believed that they were being sarcastic and sticking it to the libs. Um, but it said, we are all domestic terrorists. <laughs> Which, like, if I can take a moment to be the conservative, <laughs> like, speaker here... Um because I know the how they think. Um they are looking at like Democrats who accuse domestic terrorists of being white supremacists, and then they say, Oh well Democrats just think all conservatives are white supremacists, so law liberals were all domestic terrorists, and the problem is but you are though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: I I, I saw a, a snippet
2: of one of the speeches they gave where they basically wanted to uh, defund the police. Mm. Mm. Uh, they didn't what? say defund the police. They say, you know, defund the uh, justice system and the prison system and mm. all that kind of stuff because okay. they really did not like the fact that. That people that took part in January 6th are being held in jail right now before their trial happened. And they say you should not be held in jail until you've been proven guilty of actually committing the act.
3: Oh, there's a lot of so black men and Rikers who would love to get their support.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're basically saying, like, well, these it, it was all over. They only want the people that were involved in January 6th not to have to sit in jail until they have a trial, though. It's pretty mm-hmm. much. What, what I
3: would gather and uh, to close us out on a rare positive note um, for my props list, I would like to put um, Joe Biden and the Democrats in the U S Senate um, this last week uh, for Q2, Q3, however that works. The most recent quarter um, we had over half a million jobs added. Um, we had the mastermind behind nine 11 killed. Uh, we had the Chips Act passed. Um, what that will do is allow for better manufacturing of microchips within the U.S., which will remove the possible sting if, say, China were to attack Taiwan. Um, the PACT <laughs> Act, Act, which creates a bunch of funding and legal pathways to provide support to U.S. troops who were uh, injured by the burn pits that we use in the Middle East. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act deal, which is basically like a, a watered down version of the build back better act. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've seen kind of covered poorly in this is um, people complain that Christian cinema got rid of like the, um, the earned income tax that was going to be billed against people who did like stock stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But she actually did that in exchange for instead a minimum tax rate on stock buybacks so it lost like 15 billion in revenue and got back like 74 billion in revenue so it actually draws more taxes through a different mechanism
2: um, and just gas prices 15 percent tax on fucking businesses so you can't yeah. pay zero anymore
3: mm-hmm mm-hmm um, gas is now at a 50 day low. Um, I did yeah. that, right? Biden would be saying. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also Kansas voted to, um, keep abortion protected constitutionally. Yes. Um, so, yeah, mad props to, uh, President Biden, to the, uh, Democratic senators, uh, to the voters of Kansas. Um, and this is for anyone who says that both parties are the same or the Democrats don't get shit done or, um, you know, the third party is needed to shake things up. Like with a, with a third party candidate, like that shit's not getting done because there isn't going to be a coalition of members in the Senate to actually pass votes. So, um, did,
2: did you see the hill that the Republicans tried to die on for that bill? Which bill? Uh, the, uh, uh, The filibuster one, not the filibuster. Oh, yeah, the
3: Inflation uh, Reduction Act one.
2: Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. What about Insulin. The one thing that got pulled Mm -hmm. was insulin. Mm. They were like, no, we're not going to allow this thing that allows people to pay $35 a month for their insulin to go through because that's going to make us have to tell insurance companies that you can't charge them $1,000 a
3: month. So we're not Mm -hmm. going to do that. Well, that end up that might end up getting fixed in the. It might
2: um, end up in its own bill by the itself. states.
3: Well, but no, no, why? because Canada, uh, California, is presently exploring a route to manufacture its own insulin, um, and then basically turn around and sell it at like not a profit. Um,
2: yeah, but I, I did see them say like we can put that out in its own bill. So it's like mm-hmm. well. Instead of doing it in a whole other bill, taking more fucking time, why didn't you just vote to include it? I think it had eight votes to include it, so
3: it needed Mm -hmm. two more to get it to pass. Because they they, they want to use it as a a chip later on.
2: Well, it was 100% of the Democrats voted, but
3: it was the Republicans that didn't. Mm -hmm. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, The the Republicans want to use it as a bartering chip later on.
2: They can attach it to another bill and be like, well, you didn't Mm -hmm. want to vote for insulin. Yep,
3: yep.
0: It just kills me that Republicans, though, like they could do something good for everybody. They could do something that would benefit, you know, tens of millions of people in the United States, help them pay a lot less for the insulin that they need in order to survive. And instead, they're like, no, we want to bargain with this later. We don't care how many fucking people will die who will become homeless, who will go bankrupt. In trying to pay for the fucking insulin insulin that they need, we're more concerned with using this later as something that we can bargain with to get more of what we want. We don't really care about our constituents necessarily. This is something that we'll use later on down the road. That's just uh-huh. the, the the cynicism there is 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 disgusting. The the cynicism and lack of concern for the people who voted them into office. But what kills me even more is that the people who did vote them into office, who do rely on insulin, won't fucking care.
1: No, mm-hmm. They won't no, do
0: anything. <laughs> they, will, they will not alter their voting patterns because mm-hmm. of this, right? And Republicans know that. They can do whatever the fuck they want to the people who vote for them because those people are going to vote for them regardless of what they do.
2: And let's remember, Trump also ran on the fact that he lowered the price of insulin to no one. Unless you were a very select few that qualified underneath a certain Medicare program, not everyone, you had to qualify. You got your insulin reduced. Not everyone. That's what they're trying to fucking do now. Be like, no, you're on insulin, 35 bucks a month. That's fucking it. Yeah. And well, and Taylor,
0: you said that uh, we had added uh, over half a million jobs in the last quarter. That was actually just for the month of July. Um, just July. Oh, yeah. Wow. But- just July. Yeah, but for the last three months. So also for the months of May and June, uh, they had to revise their their previously reported numbers up because they mm. had actually added more jobs in both May and June than also previously reported. So, I mean, the economy, other than inflation, is doing really, really well. There are still tons of people being hired. I mean, companies aren't laying off. There, there's not, you know, massive layoffs anywhere. It's we're in this weird area where economists don't really know if we're in a recession yet or not, because the typical uh, thing that they've used in the past is two months or is it two months or two quarters? Two quarters. Of, two quarters. Negative. So, so two quarters negative. of negative GDP. And we've hit that, but the rest of the economy isn't reacting to just that simple measurement. There, there are still, yeah. you know, Pay is from up, increased up inflation
3: up? and the housing problem, yeah, yeah, which yeah. honestly, like the housing crisis that we're having right now, is in my view a correction. Like housing prices have spiraled out of control. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and the fact that house uh, housing values are decreasing is a good thing. Like it's going to it where sucks it sucks if you be. own a home but there's tons of people who need to be getting in houses and need to get over these ridiculous prices that houses have gotten to. And there's, I could do a whole episode on the problems with our like real estate and how we need to have more dual use homes and multifamily homes and shit like
0: that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 And, and we could Tracy has mentioned a couple of times that she's looked at our house on, you know, Zillow or wherever else. And it's, worth so much more than we initially paid oh, for yeah. it and, and that's awesome and everything. And, and I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's kind of good if we ever decide to sell, but I don't plan to, to sell anytime soon. Like the value of your home increasing only helps you if you plan to sell. And I don't have any plans to sell. Other than that, it's just that I'm paying more, more in taxes. property taxes now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we have run out of time for this episode. Thank you guys for doing this. It's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to our future episodes talking more about religion and atheism and getting more feedback from our listeners as well. Um, thank you all very much for your input that you have provided recently. I really appreciate it. I love hearing from our listeners all the time. And so it's been great getting more feedback from you guys for sure. Um, it's, it's awesome. Uh, before we go, though, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they keep the show going, and that would be... Two Skeptical Chaps. A Noble Spirit embiggens the Smallest Man. A Perfectly Cromulent Statement. Alan Firth. All Hail Peanut Buttra. Crucify the Like button, leave a review on iTunes, and rate the show five times a day towards Celia Gray. Doug Willoughby Ed Harris
3: a new Patreon supporter thank you so much Ed is that the actor Ed Harris
0: I I kind of wondered the same thing I doubt it very much but yeah thank you very much we appreciate you ever so much and if
3: I don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John McCullough Kevin uh, Shield, Or did we get a. Pr-
2: pr- yeah, okay.
0: yeah, it's Shill. Okay.
2: I was like, did we get a, pr- a correct pronunciation?
0: Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ollie Olson. Sinead Duffy. <laughs> Sir Roses of the River. Steve Kuno. Stephen Andrus. Theodore Sellen. <laughs> Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa.
2: Clank Trucking. Corey Ebert. Don't be a Richard. Freethinker 215. Get a scale and find
0: out how much a hen weighs. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Good news, everyone.
2: Jeremy Goodson. Jonathan. Mackens, Peterson. Marvin Dracone. Martina
0: Fern. Megan Mitchell. Not a fucking gymnast. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron.
2: Zeus 9SO. Janet
3: Uter. Purple Dragon. Sarah Segovia. Savid Acuna.
0: Socialized Healthcare Saved My Life. I Still Want to Know That Story. Tim Jacobson. My Buddy James. And Optimus Prime wants you to please support the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Autobots, transform and roll out. <laughs> 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 Thank you all very, very much. We appreciate you a ton. If you, dear listener, would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode. And then you get all kinds of fun stuff like bonus episodes every now and then, extended outtakes, uh longer versions of the show, you get the show before everybody else. Our me desperately trying to avoid movies. hearing Ryan
3: talking about his injury.
0: <laughs> 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 this one right, this
2: one right. It's all better. It's just a little scab left.
0: <laughs> and remember when you hit it and the skin was like flayed open and there was blood oh, coming yeah. out? Yeah, like it was talking. <laughs> I could make it
3: talk. All right avocado, let's go to bed now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taylor turns pale and just falls over. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for joining me tonight. This is always a great time. Oh, yeah. I love talking to you guys. Love you both. Uh I'm gonna go I have to mow the lawn tonight. Jeez. Dude, I just let it Ooh. die. You won't have to do that. I'm I'm gonna I'm hoping to get our front yard xeriscaped next year and then just have Same the here. little bit of grass in the back for the dogs.
2: That's that's our plan.
0: This year was uh,
2: the the patio door. Next year's zero Yay!
0: Ah, uh, apartment living.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's do that then. Let me. Woo. Woo. What? No. Woo. Like, oh. Let's
1: do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Go across>.
3: Okay. <laughs> woo! Oh, Yay! Yeah. Hey. Sorry. My enthusiasm is not exactly shining through. It's not, I'm tired.
0: That's all. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Whoa. Oh, and I meant to say too, uh, in, in editing last week, and then I've heard it this week. Um, I don't know what your microphone or laptop is sitting on, but every time you move your arms or hands around, we can hear, we can hear a bunch Ah, of this. Okay. I'm sorry.